You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Coming to you from the Dexcom G6 studios, make knowledge your superpower for managing diabetes. I know you hear me say that a lot, but it's true. Visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. And you're tuned into tomorrow. It is our 27th year on the air. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And of course, our normal reminder, it's always important for you to remember to back up your important data and maybe save a copy. Not maybe, you should save a copy off premise. If you've got a relative somewhere in town where you can put a flash drive on their kitchen cabinet somewhere safe for just, again, your important data. Now, that could be, of course, banking info. So you're going to password protect it anyway, right? It could be uh, some important documents. It could be pictures and videos of the kids or the grandkids. and Anything important that you don't want to lose or miss should some catastrophic thing happen with your computer. That's why we remind you to back up your important data. And what's the other important reminder every week? Check your spam filters. There you go. You never know who could be stuck in your spam filter. And you'll be surprised. You're going to find out that, oh, my gosh, I told the boss I never got that email. There, it's because it's right there in spam. So check it and whitelist it or whatever your email program does. I had uh, an attorney friend the other day that said, I found one of your emails in my spam. I don't know how that happened, but you are now preferred. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what uh, program he uses, but apparently there's an option for preferred. Well, I've whitelisted you. Oh, well, that's good. And you're not so, being racist or no. anything. No. Okay. <laughs> I've been whitelisted. Um, but I thought it was very clever, and I replied with, well, thank you. I'm thrilled to now be preferred. I don't know whether that meant as a preferred client or what, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, I figured either that of being an attorney, I'll get him to sue whoever's putting us in spam. There you go. Yeah. He'll work on that, too. So that's why it's important. Check your spam filters, not just for any email from Graveline.com or Into Tomorrow, but from your friends, your family, your relatives that you don't want in spam. We understand there are probably some you want to keep in spam. That's okay. (laughs) That happens, right? Family issues and whatnot. But otherwise, it's important to kind of keep that sort of thing in mind. Samuel in Jackson, Tennessee, listens online and is participating with the free, we love you for it, Into Tomorrow app. Hey, Samuel. I have a question regarding my outside security cameras. I can view them inside of my mobile app on my smartphone, but I was wondering if there's a way that I can somehow view them on my laptop at home. I can't find any information from the manufacturer. Thank you. You guys are great. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you for the kind words, Samuel. Unfortunately, we won't be able to tell you without knowing the make and model of your cameras. The real answer is that any camera that can broadcast to an app 
generally has the capability to broadcast to a browser, and that's most likely how it was tested during development. But whether that ability is exposed to the end user, well, that's another matter altogether. Yeah, some manufacturers send all their data straight to their servers with no options to reach the local network to make it easier for an end user to access the cameras from anywhere. Others do it to be able to charge a subscription fee and make them available anywhere. Um, Of those, some only provide an app. Others will allow you to log into their website to also see the camera. And there are others that will allow you to play back the video on your home network without requiring it to go out anywhere else. Those can typically be played easily on a laptop but require more of a setup on mobile apps. Think setting up servers and ports and port forwarding rather than just logging in. Yeah, so depending on which cameras you bought, the manufacturer may fall into any of those categories. So without knowing more, we won't really be able to tell you if you can access your cameras from a laptop, but the manufacturer isn't advertising the feature, so odds are that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Now, it depends, again, on what kind of cameras you have. We've got some around here that we test. Uh, EasyViz allows us to show, to display it on the phone and also on a browser. Uh, RealLink, which is one of my favorite cameras because it follows motion outside, um, can also be viewed on a browser or the app. So those are handy. Uh, some, Of course, ring cameras, yeah. as, as much as they suck, can also be viewed on a browser. Yeah, they don't really advertise that much, but yeah. Yeah, you can go to ring.com and log in and see your cameras. Yeah. So again, Samuel, let us know what kinds of cameras you're talking about, and we'll do a little more digging for you and try to help you out. Trying to tame your sweet tooth? Well, start with looking for hidden sugar in lots of common foods. With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Keeping tabs on your sugar intake is important for a heart-healthy lifestyle. The World Health Organization recommends keeping added sugars to 5% or less of your daily calorie intake. Here are some sugar-cutting tips. Avoid sauces with added sugar. Check for sugar in canned foods. Be careful with so-called healthy processed snack foods. Some snacks, such as granola bars, protein bars, and dried fruit, can contain just as much sugar as chocolate and candy bars. Darn. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you by Human Touch. For products that help you recover, revitalize, and relax, and they do every day, visit humantouch.com. Carl in the Dakotas. He doesn't want to say which one, I guess. Maybe he's from both. It could be. Maybe he straddles the North and South Dakota line. I don't know. It could be. Anyways, participating with the Ask Dave button... At intotomorrow.com. We appreciate that. Hey, eh, Carl? Yes, I just want to let your listeners know there is a gizmo slash gadget out there that might be useful for them that I recently stumbled upon, and that's a Bluetooth to FM converter. If you have an older car or a pickup that has a cassette deck and you're plugging it in and using a little adapter to go to your headphone jack much easier nowadays just to use this bluetooth tfm adapter you'll connect to your bluetooth enabled phone and put out the signal on the fm channel of your choice works out pretty good as you come under this uh, hot summer giveaway well very good we appreciate that 
Another listener helping listeners. Yeah. And those devices do tend to work very well unless you live in an area like we do in you know South Florida, Miami area, where we've got like a radio station on every frequency. So there are no <laughs> real clear frequencies for those FM transmitters to work on. That's true, because that's the key. You've got to find a clear frequency, and there you go. It'll work very well. But when you've got a lot of radio stations in your area, that doesn't work as well. Or it's a little more difficult to fine-tune and see what happens but good suggestion though carl we appreciate that and of course that qualifies him to win goodies but how does one participate like he did he used the ask dave button at intotomorrow.com on any device with a browser and a microphone but there are other ways yeah if you don't want to do that you can use the uh, into tomorrow app it works similar there's a button there that'll allow you to record a, a question comment help for listeners from tech rage and send that to us it says message to studio yes yeah. Or if you want to be old-fashioned and uh, use your phone as a phone, you can uh, hit those digits, 800-899-INTO. It's 800-899-4686. Either way, the key is for you to be heard on the air and win goodies. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. He just said that. Good heavens. Why do I have to repeat him? Anyway, but we got goodies for you for the summer giveaway. All you need to do is be heard on the air, participate, contribute to the show in one way or another, and you can win things like... From Pivo, we've got several of their Pivo Pod Active. These will allow you to capture video and images with 360-degree motion tracking, target exposure, and auto-zoom. Oh, they're very cool. How about from Skosh? They always send us a bunch of cool things. This time, they sent us GoBat 5K Portable Power Banks, Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 for MagSafe, and Qi-enabled phones, Power Up 600 Jump Starter with flashlight and USB charging outlets, and more goodies. Hampton Products International sent us a box full of smart products, including a security light with camera, a pan and tilt indoor camera, a power strip, a surge protector. You wouldn't think that'd be smart, but it is. It is. Uh, adjustable white floodlight bulbs and outdoor smart plugs with two outlets. Having any difficulty with your cell phone signal? Well, sure, call. Provided us with a $500 Fusion to Go Max Cell Phone Signal Booster. That could be yours. I might be able to outdo that one. How about a $1,500 40 48-volt electric Denago bike from bike.com. Man, we are loving the bike. They sent us one to play with for the summer, and the team fights over it all the time. You know, it's my turn. No, you had it yesterday. No, you... But it's a good fight because everybody gets a chance to ride this cool e-bike. It's the perfect bike because you don't have to pedal. That's true. It's perfect bike for me. It's got pedal assist yeah. and a little button you can hold down, and you don't pedal at all. It just goes. Anyway, very cool. Of course, we have descriptions for you. We've got all sorts of things available. Links to all the goodies we're giving away, and it's all available for you when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And just look for the summer giveaway post. And we're adding things very regularly, and you won't want to miss any of them because there's a lot of cool new stuff. Like we just added a Casio keyboard that speaks words. It's very cool, among other things. So check it out at intotomorrow.com. And then call in and win stuff. Participate. How does one do that? You could call the Ask Dave hotline, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. You could use the uh, Into Tomorrow app. It's free for iOS and Android devices. You could. There's a message to studio button. Or you could do a similar thing on our site at intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. There you go. Very easy. And you can do that on any device with a browser 
and a microphone. So your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your computer, whatever the case. And you'll see when you visit intotomorrow.com, look to the right, depending on the device in the browser. It might be a little lower right, but you can't miss it. Little red Ask Dave microphone. Click on it. Give us your first name, the city in which you are joining us from, and how you hear the show. And then ask your question, help a listener do whatever you'd like. All the details on the cool Into Tomorrow hot summer giveaway are available at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at 800 
is uh, what have, what have we played with lately too? Simply safe. Oh, simply safe. It simply sucks. <laughs> so yikes! But the arming delay, Terry, on Ring security systems is configurable, and it can be set to anything from zero to 180 seconds. If the 45 seconds yours is currently set to are not enough for you to make it out or make it in and disarm the alarm, then you can open the Ring app. And you do the following. And again, we'll have all this for you in our show notes at intotomorrow.com for the weekend of 318. But just tap the hamburger menu, of course, the three lines on the upper left side of the screen, then go to settings. From there, you go to modes. Yeah, and then you can choose between home and away. Now, since you're trying to change the settings for when you leave the house, select away. Then tap on Entry Delay and enter the new delay you want to use. Obviously, you can otherwise continue to use the remote if you prefer. Yeah, and of course, that's assuming that's the main entry-exit door. Right. Because that might be the issue, yeah, too. Yeah, and you may, have to, you, know, you may be able to go into a zone specific and set this zone as an entry zone, which right. will then have that delay applied to it. Yeah. Terry, let us know how it works out for you, and we'll dig deeper if we need to. Cutis in Ridgecrest, California, listens online at intotomorrow.com. Hey there, welcome into tomorrow. Dave, what I'd like to hear you from you is a sort of how can you contrast the collapse index? I know CES was, I think, just money. But the current problems at CES hopefully are only only COVID. And what do you think are the chances that CES can recover? Well, I like how you say only COVID. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if CES can recover in the long run. We'll see. But it is an interesting question, Cutis. Uh, for our listeners who might not know, Comdex was a huge computer convention held in Las Vegas every year. Uh, we went to it several times to broadcast from in the late 70s up until 2003. For many years, it was the big daddy, if you will, with many people feeling that it was a more important show to the industry than CES. We even broadcast our show, as I mentioned, from there the first several years that we were on the air. Yeah, and around 99 or 2000, major companies like Apple, IBM, and Compaq uh, began pulling out of Comdex to hold their own corporate events, which is a trend that still continues today. That combined with changes the organizers made that allowed bloggers and anyone who declared themselves legitimate media to attend mm. started a downward spiral. Yeah. We've noticed that same thing even with CES the last several years. Oh, sure. It's like, you know, everybody qualifies as press. Oh, you're a blogger? And yeah, yeah, I have my three uh, siblings listen to my podcast. Oh, well, come on in. Yeah. Well, come on. You know, that's part of the downfall as well of CES. Yeah. Um, Comdex uh, went from 2,500 exhibitors and 225,000 attendees at its peak to just 500 exhibitors and 40,000 attendees in its final year in 2003. Ironically, that's about the attendance we saw at CES this year, if even that. Yeah, I don't even. They claim about 40,000. I don't see it. I mean, yeah. we were trying to count ourselves and we could use both fingers and both feet. Uh, I would assume that CES would have rebounded better if there hadn't been a new. New COVID variant making the rounds at the same time, and that it will rebound better, we think, next year. Now, having said that, they didn't put on a show for two years, and no one really missed it, which is really interesting. So the show may have proven itself to be less useful and necessary than CTA, the Consumer Technology Association, would have you believe and would like us to believe. So we'll see. But stay tuned. We are going to be at IFA. In Berlin, where tech is back. In person, huge show. They've got a whole bunch of exhibitors already attending and a whole bunch of us media already registered. Join us because it is open to the public.
James in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, listens online. I finally got a PS5. I'm trying to figure out what kind of SSD memory expansion I should get for it. Do you have any recommendations? Well, James, Sony actually narrowed down your options as to what you can even consider. Only NVMe PCIe 4.0 drives are compatible with the PS5's extension port. Those drives come in different form factors, so you'll need to make sure you buy one that fits the expansion slot. That shouldn't be too hard since the form factors are relatively standard, but some will not fit perfectly. Yeah, now, since this is a console, a heat sink wouldn't be the worst thing to have. So you can look at drives with them built in, like the WD Black 850, which at $140 for a terabyte won't cost you much more than other comparable drives. Oh, that's actually a pretty good price. Yeah. So. Um, but steer clear of anything with less than about 5,500 megabytes per second write speed. Those won't work with the PS5. Ah, okay. So I hope that helps you out, James. Let us know what you end up with, because it will probably help many others listening that are looking to do a similar thing with their PS5. When you call in, just like James did and and others that join us on the program, you do win fabulous prizes. And I've always got to get the legal nonsense out of the way. No promises, no guarantees. But when you call, do tell us two or three of the items that we mentioned, by the way, also listed in each week's tech newsletter. So if you don't get that, sign up at intotomorrow.com. But we'll do our best to get at least one or two of those items to you whenever possible. We just want you to participate and join us on the program. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call one 729 8642 or visit blueberry.com that's b l u b r r y.com As Into Tomorrow continues, I'm Dave Graveline. This, our 27th year, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. And, of course, that always includes products and services, gadgets and gizmos, apps and websites, all sorts of neat things available today and Into Tomorrow. Do consider getting our free Into Tomorrow app and participate on the show that way. Remember, call in, win stuff is kind of our mantra, because when we hear you on the air, you automatically win some of the consumer cool tech goodies that we have for you. And the complete list of our current summer giveaway items is available for you when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Just look for that Uh, summer giveaway post. It's always near the top. Click on that link and then you'll see the whole list of goodies we mentioned when you call in to join us. Mention three or four of them. No promises, no guarantees, but we'll try to get at least one of those items to you whenever possible. Our next guest is empowering people in the ways in which they manage, share, and control their digital information for work and life. And I think when you stop to think about that, boy, we could all use some help with that. The co-founder and CTO, or Chief Technology Officer, from a company called Credivera is Elena Domatreska. Elena, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? 
It's my pleasure. I am great. Terrific. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Glad to have you with us as well. And uh, I want to learn a little bit about Credivera. So uh, what made you and, and Dan, the, the founder and co-CEO, I guess, um, start your own company? And then let's get into what it is exactly that you do, because I don't know if I did it justice in the introduction. Absolutely. Um, well, this is our second company together, and uh, we specialized our previous software in uh, the trades industry. We saw how many people would enter a work site with tons of credentials that had to be manually checked uh, each time they showed up for work. It was labor intensive, tons of error, and really not very privacy uh, preserving. So we said there's got to be a better way. Um, we looked uh, hard to see that if there was something already on the market, we couldn't find anything. And so we decided to build this company. Um, it's been an incredible uh, journey, about four years in the making. Our product hit the market just two years ago. And so now we provide identity solutions for uh, those who are in skilled trades, expanding this offer into foundational identity, like you said, for uh, not just work, but for play and personal use as well. So I was going to say, there's the, I guess, consumer angle uh, for what Credivera does, because when you say for, for work and play, for life in general, I can understand how it can be very handy uh, for companies, and especially dealing with connecting employees and that kind of thing. So how would we as consumers benefit from what you do? Yeah, imagine... Um walking into a convenience store and wanting to purchase a beverage, showing proof of age, you're always oversharing. They don't need to know your height, your address, your eye color, other details. They just need to know that you're of legal age. So that's a use case. You go to apply for a bank loan or a mortgage or rent an apartment. They're taking a copy of your identity record today. You don't know where it's stored, where it goes, who's going to see it. Uh, these types of digital solutions ensure that you approve every use of your data and you only share what you should be sharing. You don't ever have to overshare again. And this is a lesson we took from, you know, 20 plus years of Internet and uh, PDFs and scanners and photocopies and a lot of fraud. A lot of identity theft has happened as a result. A lot of breaches. So the way of the future is this is your data. You control it. You decide who sees it, and also important, uh, when you should revoke that access, because they shouldn't uh, have access to your data forever. Gotcha. And, and I love the concept. I think that's terrific. Many times I've, I've uh, pulled out when they say, okay, I need a copy of your driver's license. I'll bring out my press credential. You know, what is it you need? My date of birth? Okay, it has that on there. You don't need my eye color and my height and all that kind of stuff, as you mentioned. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I don't know. If we, I don't think we can take that. It, we, we're required to have a driver's license. Well, who, by whom? You know, who's requiring it? You know, I don't need to give you all that information. What exactly do you need? And most people don't even have a clue. You know, they're just a worker. I don't know. That's my job. I have to take a copy of it. You know, oh, even, even more not a good idea. You know, like you said, it'll, it'll sit there and reside there. So you're saying your credentials are, are digital in nature, uh, so that they can be revoked as well. I like that concept too. But of course, now that means that any agency, government agency or company we're working with, or even just to go buy that adult beverage, I guess they have to then subscribe to your service in order to utilize it and for me to be able to use it with them? Yeah, great question, Dave. Well, today there is an entire network of solutions like Credivera getting deployed across the globe. So no, 
everybody does not have to dis subscribe to our service. Good. Uh, this this is only going to be as powerful as these types of solutions connecting with each other and allowing you, the consumer, to move your data as you see fit, to be able to scan and share wherever, whenever. Uh, portability is critical. Um, and then so is privacy and so is legislation. Over 140 countries across the world have just passed legislation to protect these identities, to do a better job than what's been done up until now, uh, to empower the individual to own their identity and see where and how it's being used. And then of course, there's the techies like us mm -hmm. who are here to uh, make this as simple as using the internet, right? You should log in from anywhere to a browser and search and see anything. So the technology bits that are being built at the moment are with that exact uh, concept in mind. So uh, we've been lucky. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, we've been lucky to partner with a large group, uh, Microsoft, who, who is making huge strides in this space. Uh, they're in every enterprise. They're in every company across the globe. And so what we build runs on top of their software. Their, as we call them, their verification rails. Um, so for us, that's a massive global deployment opportunity uh, where we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Well, and you mentioned uh, over a hundred company or countries that have adopted this, uh, which is terrific. Is the U.S. one of them? I hope. Absolutely. Good. Yeah, states like Arizona already facilitate digital driver's licenses. Check that out. Uh, yes, we're going to see more and more of this. Uh, come to a neighborhood near you. Good. Absolutely. And, and in fact, Elena, that's a, a good example because here in Florida, my driver's license is digital on my phone. Uh, so there's a good example then. Now I'm getting a bigger picture, a better picture of, of what it does and how it works. Can you tell us, though, how Credivera's yeah. exchange actually works then? How would we as a consumer use it, for example? Certainly. Um, and there is a big thing that uh, exists today, the difference between valid and verified. And I'll uh, take a minute to explain that. Valid means it was good as a, a point in time. But okay. if you're going to be presenting this to access a secure building, to drive a vehicle, uh, to buy that adult beverage, it should be verified at that moment in time when it's presented. And that's where the Credit Vera Exchange comes in. We do verified credentials where we check against the source in that moment in time to confirm that this piece of identity is good, it has not been tampered with, um, and it's good to be used right now, right here. I, I think so how that, it works. Go ahead, yes, please. Yeah, so how it works is uh, we invite those issuers into our network. Um, again, I talked a little bit about the work we're doing with Microsoft that's supporting that deployment exponentially to happen exponentially fast for us. Uh, but how the solution is built is to enable this exchange to happen with very, very low to no development. So no technical burden on those that join the network. That's a big piece for adoption. So. Um, that's what we strive towards. It does sound like uh, software programming like yours can really help change the future of not only how the world works with using these digital credentials, but saving us as end users, as consumers, a whole lot of time and effort and energy and less worry that we're not having to give so much information out. We give them just what they need, and that's good enough, right? And this is a lesson we've taken across the globe, like I said, in the last 20-plus years or 30 years of using the Internet, where 
we trusted, we trusted too much. So these legislations that are now coming across are all about privacy, protecting the end user, making sure that no business out there uh, leverages your information without your consent, that you have the ability to revoke it, and that they have peace of mind that the data you're presenting is verified in real time and they can trust it. Wow. I, I look... So, yeah. I look forward to much more of that great stuff because uh, Credivera obviously helping us with our credentials. Uh, that's terrific. I like on your website at uh, credivera.com, own what you know. Uh, you connect employers, issuers, and workforces with seamless credentials verification. And again, I can see how from a business standpoint, you know, secure areas, for example, are you allowed in the warehouse? Yeah, you work here, but you're not a warehouse person. So no, you can't get in there, whatever the case. Um, and again, for consumers, as you've described, certainly some, some terrific benefits. So we do thank you, Elena, for joining us and spending a few minutes with us. I invite our audience to visit uh, credivera.com. It's C-R-E-D, like credentials, and then I-V-E-R-A credivera.com. We'll get you there, of course, when you visit us. So thanks so much. Continued good luck at the trade show that you're at in Toronto, Canada. And uh, we'll stay in touch and hopefully have more and more people protecting their lives, especially their digital lives. Thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure chatting with you today. Terrific. Our, our pleasure as well. Again, credivera.com. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. We'll link you to her site and all of our guests, as we always do, so you can learn more about what they do. So visit us at intotomorrow.com. Stay tuned. Much more to come here on Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline on the Advanced Media Network. Guys. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800 901 5093. That's 800 901 5093. 800 901 5093. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance, available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call LifeCare at 800-956-0683. 800 At Into Tomorrow, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two about technology. Yeah, we don't do insurance, like the other guy says all the time, but we do. Welcome back to the program. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting, with a new intuitive dashboard and stats system that now gives podcasters unparalleled insights into their growth. Start your free trial now at blubrry.com. David in Atlanta, Georgia, listens to our free podcast. Hey, Dave. I'm looking for a solution to log into my dad's iPad remotely hmm. so I could help him, kind of like I do with TeamViewer on my PC, 
is there such a thing for the iPad? Well, David, unfortunately, no, there's no such thing for an iPad. Tablets and phones sandbox apps and don't allow them to have root access. So there's no way for, for example, an app to give you remote access that would allow you to change settings or even just poke around the way you can do on a PC without rooting or jailbreaking the tablet, which can open you up to all kinds of other problems. Yeah, your best bet here really is to start a FaceTime call and do a screen share. You will need your dad to tap on things, but at least you'll be able to guide him and hopefully help him resolve his issues. Um, As a side effect, having to participate at least in the form of tapping these things might educate him on how to troubleshoot these issues and eventually require less involvement from you. So that might be an upside of the limitation. Yeah. And on this Mother's Day, kudos to you, David, for helping your dad with this. And that's great. Uh, Heather in Idaho Falls, Idaho, is participating by clicking the Ask Dave microphone. We love you for that, Heather, at intotomorrow.com. Hey there. I've recently switched internet services, which means I've had to switch my routers. And now my Chromebook won't print to my Epson 7700 air printer. So any help with that would be great. Well, Heather, we'll do our best. Chromebooks, of course, print via a service called Google Cloud Print. Now, Google Cloud Print relies on two things. Number one, the printer being able to connect to the service. In your case, we know that it can if you used to be able to print. And number two, the Chromebook being set up to use the Google Cloud Print account. As long as the Chromebook can get online, it should still be able to connect to the same Google Cloud Print account that you were using before. The most likely culprit is the printer. If your network's name or password changed, then the printer won't be able to connect to them and therefore won't be able to get online and reach Google Cloud Print's servers. Uh, Now, I'd start there. Check the printer settings and make sure it can still connect to the Internet. You may find that it's not connected and therefore can't be reached by the Chromebook. Yep. And it could be just, hopefully, that easy. And if not, let us know. We'll do some more digging for you. But also let us know if that worked for you, because it should. Yeah, especially if you switched out your, your routers you know, and different providers, unless you have your own Wi-Fi access point set up, mm-hmm. submitting out your own you know, SSID, which is the name of your network, then that probably changed. Yeah. If you don't have our free Into Tomorrow app, it takes little teeny-weeny amount of space on your phone. There's a little button that says Message to Studio. And you can ask us a question or help another listener or share some tech rage, whatever you'd like, using the free Into Tomorrow app available in an app store nearby you. So Google Play or what do they call Apple? The App Store. App Store. Jeez. (laughs) What brilliant marketing person thought that one up? Intotomorrow.com. And we thank you, Heather, for using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. StreamGuys. StreamGuys is a leading provider of quality streaming media services. Whether you're an independent broadcaster or a large corporation, StreamGuys is your best choice for managed live or on-demand video or audio streaming, dedicated server products, turnkey subscription services, podcasting, and much, much more. StreamGuys. Affordable, reliable, scalable. Since 2000, StreamGuys has been providing quality streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the Internet. StreamGuys.com.
Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. We'll begin this segment with a popular Into Tomorrow tech fact that you can share with your family and friends. Phantom Vibration Syndrome is the name for when someone thinks their phone is vibrating, but it isn't. And we've all experienced that. I'm constantly reaching for my phone in my pocket when I realize it's on the table next to me. Yeah. I, I swear it's vibrating in my pocket. Because you feel the vibration. Yeah. It's really freaky. And again, that's so you know, it's called phantom vibration syndrome. Yes. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com to learn more. Joe in Gladewater, Texas, listens on 97.5 FM KTBB. And we love you for it, Joe, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. I just had an iMac 27-inch die on me. The screen still works, but the hard drive is toast. Oh. So I'm buying a new M1 uh, 24-inch. was wondering if I could use the old iMac as a monitor. It would be cool to have 24 inches on one side and 27 inches on the other side. What great view I could have of my work. You see, who says size doesn't matter? I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe, the answer is yes and no. 27-inch models from 2009 and 2010 can be used as an external display. Apple used to call the feature Target Display Mode, and it worked by connecting the iMac to a laptop or other desktop via the mini display port. Now, there are two things that will likely keep you from being able to do that, though. First of all, an operating system is required to do it. Uh, in particular, it needs to be Mac OS High Sierra. So you'd need to get a hard drive for your old machine, try to find High Sierra, and install it. Oh. Given how cheap regular monitors are, that may just not be worth the hassle. Uh, second, and most important, it won't be compatible with your new generation iMac. Apple supported the feature during the decade between 2009 and 2019, but newer iMacs can't use your model as an external display anymore. And now if you still want to have a 27-inch external monitor, you can find them for as little as about 150 bucks. So it may still be something you can do if it will help you be more productive. Let us know what works out for you, and we wish you well, and I hope it'll work. But you got to try. Yeah. Jack in Lakewood, New Jersey, listens online and is participating. We love you for it via the Into Tomorrow app. Hey, Jack. Called you a few weeks ago about uh, 
a remote control that was not working on RF, only on IR, and, you know, for optimum, and uh, basically told me it was out of luck. I was out of luck, but I want to just call you to tell you that I found a way. Universal Remote makes a, a remote control. I think it's called a MX450, which allows it to transmit in IR, in RF, and convert into IR, and that did work. So, uh, so that does work, and uh, I just wanted you to know. Well, thank you, Jack. I love it when a listener actually calls back and tells us what they ended up being able to do. Sometimes we're able to help, sometimes not, uh, sometimes not as efficiently, perhaps, as we'd like, but glad that that worked out for them. And glad that you shared that with us. It'll help other listeners as well. Sign up at intotomorrow.com. 